All right, hello everybody. Welcome to the podcast Producing Fun, where video game producers sit down to discuss war stories and ways to help create better teams and ultimately more fun games. I am your host, Cole Thatcher, a producer who is passionate about building successful teams with trust and empathy. Today I have a friend of mine, Mario Rodriguez, um, with me who's going to talk about uh, his work at Gearbox. So how are you today, Mario? I'm doing pretty well. Good. So what do you do? What role are you at Gearbox? If you can share, what are you working on? Sure. So I'm an associate producer at Gearbox Software. I've been working on Borderlands 2 VR. So we just announced that we're working on the DLC, uh, releasing that. So it's kind of what we're doing. <laughs> That's awesome. You, like I did, went to the Guild Hall um, and were part of the team that went straight from the Guild Hall to working on VR at Gearbox. Yeah, that was us. I graduated from Guild Hall about two two years ago or so. I've been working at Gearbox as a contractor for about a year, and then they hired us full time uh, to work on Borderlands to VR. So, so that was pretty fun. Awesome. Well, we're glad to have you, and it's awesome that we just get to sit down and talk this morning. Uh, yeah. So, I kind of just wanted to pick your brain. So, what do you think is most important to a team's success? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it, it, it sometimes it really just depends. So. For us, we were a smaller team, and so our goals are kind of a little different than when you have a large team. But um, for us, it was ultimately trying to bring this product that could give us a larger audience. So in in our case, our team's success was making sure that we brought the franchise to people that maybe have never heard about Borderlands before. And so once we... we we able to release the game. We, we we reached people that had no idea what Borderlands was, and now that Borderlands Three is announced, uh, we we've gotten you know we we've, we've been able to grow that audience and gotten people excited about playing that game as well. And so that's that's why I say it kind of depends on on what kind of product you're working on, but also making sure that you build that team around that and you know have everyone be able to you know, work with each other and build towards those goals. So you're saying that having like a clear goal and working, you know, building a team around one clear vision and kind of working toward it is kind of the driving factor. I mean, that's what definitely that's what it was for, for this game. Cause it, it wasn't like a, you know, let's, let's, let's just do it. It was kind of like a, what can we do in order for us to, you know, bring something new to VR as well as, try to use that to grow our audience too. So uh, we were successful in that way and we're, we're very proud of what we did. Yeah, that's awesome. And I know y'all had worked on VR games in the past. I think it's interesting yes. that you talk about reaching a new audience for VR. So you're talking about Borderlands specifically, right? So you're bringing this yes. game that's like a PC, Xbox, you know, PS4 game, mm -hmm. bringing it over to this virtual reality experience. <laughs> Uh, right and 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 it, you know VR is still fairly kind of new and there are not a lot of games out there that are full experiences that are you know AAA type uh, games that take hours and hours and hours to complete and there are not a lot of those and we kind of wanted to to bring that and see you know how a big game you know did in in that market and so it was fun for us kind of figuring that out, but also, you know, a very good learning experience. So 
what was like a big challenge y'all faced trying to port this, you know, existing well-renowned oh, game man. to VR? <laughs> I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but I'm, I'm just curious. About yeah, well, story. I mean, uh, Borderlands 2 came out in 2012, right? Uh, around there. And then there's been other versions of it, but it bringing in an old game uh, to VR was very, very challenging. And we had to make a lot of tough decisions when it came to that. We, you know, Borderlands 2 was made in Unreal Engine 3. Okay. So, yeah, that does not support <laughs> VR. <laughs> yeah, so y'all had to find a way to either, you know, shift it yeah. to 4 or... Yeah, and what was interesting was that when we talked with, you know, Epic and, and some of the people at Unreal, they were like, yeah, it's, it's not possible. Like, it's, no <laughs> one has done this. And people that have tried have just, you know, moved on to UE4. So we recommend you, you change to UE4. <laughs> and, well, at, at that point, we're like, well, we, we can't really do that. This is a huge game and, you know, everything is here. So we had to figure out a way to do it. And, you know, we're, <laughs> we're proud to say that we did. So, <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was pretty fun. A fun challenge to, <laughs> That's to awesome. figure out. So as y'all were tackling this challenge and moving, you know, from one place to another, what... Was it that kind of kept the team glued towards that focus? Like, what trait in the team did, were you looking for? Was it like trust, or you know, this reliability between team members, or was it something different that really allowed y'all to kind of push through and keep focused on this goal? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it, it's several things for us. It was we we were a brand new team at Gearbox, and Gearbox hadn't released the game in, in a while. And for us, it was kind of like we, we get the chance and the opportunity to to show that we're even though we're new to the industry, we're we're pretty good developers. Yeah. And so so that that kind of gave us the drive to try to do the best we could on this game and show to Gearbox that you know we, we could actually do this kind of thing. And not only that, but also make people at Gearbox proud of you know the content that they've created over the years. And how it's on a new platform that maybe a lot of people haven't played the game on. So, so that was kind of what drove our team and, you know, it stuck us together to continue and push through and try to release this game, you know, as best as we could. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously Gearbox supported y'all through this endeavor because, you know, they hired yeah, you the whole time. for it. I, I mean, it, it, it all came from Randy, Randy Pitchford. Yeah, so we... Um, we, we were we, we've been working also on a different uh, game. We we announced the Pen and Teller VR game. So we've been working on that, and you know while we were working and trying to figure out what our next project would be, we met up with Randy, kind of pitched him a few ideas, and Randy was like, "Why don't we just bring the entire game to VR?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we talked about doing smaller experiences and uh, kind of something that used the Borderlands IP but in a smaller way, and. Randy was just like, let's just let's just bring the whole game, and we were like, really? <laughs> and so that that's kind of how it how it all started, and and yeah, I mean, it was it was cool. That, that's really cool to see that y'all were supported. Was the like vibe of you know other employees and people that weren't on the VR team necessarily, but had worked on Borderlands, were they really excited about it and like invested in that process as well? Oh, definitely. We you know we we there's a lot of people there that still worked on on Borderlands too, so we were able to kind of ask questions, rely on them, and be like, hey, how would you kind of approach this this, this problem in the game? And then even when when we started creating new things, for example, since since the game is not multiplayer, we had to change some of the skills for each of the, the Vault Hunters, and they kind of just 
let us go and gave us all the freedom we wanted to create this new skills and create the new BAMF time, the baddest mega fun time. <laughs> um, like we came up with all of that. And so it was, it was very cool that they gave us the freedom to play with, with their franchise and, and create new things. And of course we, you know, we went through the approval process and they all were kind of supportive of that. So, so that was, that was pretty cool to be a part of. That's really awesome. That's a cool experience that I haven't heard of, you know, from your perspective of how Borderlands VR got up and running and the fact that Gearbox supported that and y'all on that endeavor. And even though, you know, like you said, the game released 2012, but y'all still had the support of like the staff that had worked on it, you know, five, six, mm-hmm. seven years later. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. So I want to shift a little bit here. So we were talking a lot about the team and what drives them and what motivates them and having that clear goal seems to be your factor in a team. So what do you think is most important as a producer? What quality is it, you know, funding that goal and trying to keep people focused on that or what helps you the most in doing that process? Sure. So I think the, well, there's, there's, there's a lot of things <laughs> um, for, for, for a producer, you know, sometimes being flexible is, is is a good quality um and by that i mean like sometimes we're not just dealing with one project right now i'm in uh, sort of in charge of three different projects at the same time someone announced <laughs> but uh uh but yeah you know being able to kind of organize yourself and be flexible in order to you know turn to different different people and different teams and rely on those people and, and trust like you said, to make sure that we create, you know, the best experiences possible. So I guess organized and be able to trust people and flexible as well. <laughs> yeah. So when you're going between these projects are, you know, when you talk about being flexible between different ones, is it just because there's different people on different projects or do they have different processes? Kind of how do you balance those two things as well? Right. It, it all depends on the, on the team. Um, so, so yeah, um, every, every team is different and you know, you try to bring, the best parts of what you learn on the previous project to the next project and try to try to do that. But not all the time is the team going to uh, adapt to that. And so, so yeah, being able to, let's say, you know, you're working with a lot of artists and they want to use kind of like a uh, Kanban board and, and then you go to another team that's programmer heavy and they don't want that. They just want to do, you know, scrum board or they just want to do, you know, visually, <laughs> you know, something like that. So, you have to be able to be flexible between that and be able to make sure that you yourself are efficient in those so that your team in turn is also efficient. Cause that's, that's ultimately what you want is, you know, be able to be the person that enables the team to be as efficient as possible. Definitely. I, I really agree with that because, you know, I worked with the same team through a couple of different projects, but it always changed depending on even just what milestone or where we are in the development mm-hmm. process of what methodology worked best for the team. And so trying to adjust myself and my processes and how I think or even like handle certain situations to the team members and to where we currently are in the game is really important to excel as a producer. Definitely. Awesome. So do you have any like specific examples of, you know, a time you kind of talked about, you have three different teams right now, uh, but do you have anything that you can speak to a little bit more about a time when that flexibility like really helped you solve a problem with, with the team at Gearbox or anything like that? Sure. So 
and like like you said, even uh, within within milestones, I totally agree with that too. Uh, with with Borland's two VR, we you know we, we used Jira at at Gearbox, and we we tried a bunch of different things through different milestones to try to see what was the most efficient way. At one point, we were you know tracking hours on each of the tasks, and at one point, we were like, you know what, that that doesn't uh, that didn't really work. So let's try to track hours on on the, the you know the major task, and uh, we can break it up eventually. And um, there were other times where like you know Jira is awesome, but we want to actually visualize where all the features are. And so I created this kind of visual scrum board on one of the cork boards we had in our conference room, and was moving those features around when when we got to uh, complete each one. So within within Jira itself, we were able to sometimes week to week or every two weeks change how we actually worked until we found the the way that worked the best for us. And uh, we eventually got to that point, and you know we were as efficient as possible. So yeah. Yeah, I really like how you said, you know, we got to the point that was most efficient for us. And I think yes. that's, that's really key um, to like to know as a producer is, you know, I have learned throughout my time at the Guild Hall and you did as well, like this agile methodology with Scrum. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes the team just needs to do just simple Kanban, right? You know, we're at this point in the project where the agile development isn't working as much because you're like late on the project and you're really just pushing right. bug fixes and stuff like that. And so a Kanban approach makes more sense. Right. And then sometimes eventually it gets to a point where it's a lot of waterfall and it's like, we just have to do these things and they're not going to change. So let's just do these things. And so uh, it eventually it just comes to a point where we, we got so efficient that we're like, well, you know, we know what we need to do. And so we just got to do them. And so it gets to that point. And for us, it worked really well too. A mixture of waterfall and agile. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just fun. And that's one of the reasons why I like being a producer so much is that, you know, we have these toolkits, all the different methodologies and different, you know, styles and approaches of attacking problems. But ultimately, you know, it's whatever one is best for the time. And you don't have like a one size fits all. Yeah. Well, all right. Do you have any parting wisdom or words uh, before we head out here? <laughs> I mean, I think we talked about a lot. Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's there's a lot of things that go on. Um, I, you know, I, I learned a lot at Guildhall, um, and it definitely has helped me at, at Gearbox. But actually, when you actually get to do it, it's it's a whole different world, <laughs> and it's pretty fun, and I I, I really enjoy it and. Now I get to talk to you know a lot of producers there at Gearbox and just overall, and it, it turns out a lot of us are very very similar have very similar stories. Uh, you know, sometimes coming from QA and working your way up to being a, a producer, if, um, just a little thing that the main producer in Borderlands Three he started in QA as well. So I did a couple of years of QA uh, too when I was an undergrad, and it, it's kind of interesting to see that a lot of the producers go that route. Um, and and I, I get it. I mean, QA you have to be very thorough and make sure that you report everything that you that you do. And you know, it's, part of that is also being a producer. So that was kind of some interesting kind of things that I've learned over <laughs> the two years or so that I've been working. So yeah, that's a yeah. really that's a really cool story of you know kind of how where you started and you know how where you are now. Yeah. But I just want to say thank you for coming and being on our podcast and. 
thank you to all the listeners for listening to Producing Fun. You know, stay in tune for more content coming up in the next few weeks.